It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome to Thursday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we kick off a brand new day. And today, for some, is... Game day. There you go. It is. The uh, Waco Lions are in action tonight. As they travel to Middle Lothian to take on the Panthers, we'll have that game for you tonight at 6.30 with the pregame and the 7 o'clock with the kick. Have I mentioned at all, because I, I can't remember if I have, but have I mentioned just how much I despise Thursday night football? It's oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I That must have slipped through. I, I, I felt like I needed to tell you guys. It, I don't like this. <laughs> I, I do, You know... I'd almost be willing to play on Saturday, but it's called Friday Night Lights, not mm-hmm. Thursday Night Lights. And I, I get, love Thursday night games. Do you? Mm-hmm. Would you like? I like, your, them, I like them better if I have a Friday one to follow it. But. Well, I don't. I mean, it's back. I mean, I I don't know what Friday night looks like anymore. I've been mm-hmm. on Thursday for so long. Now you can go to a game. I am. I'm going to go to my niece's game. There you go. See, you she, wouldn't be able to do that if you didn't have Thursday night football. She's she's the. Uh, Wide receiver on the left side. No, <laughs> she's uh, she's what do you call it? Flags. Oh, uh, flag core. Flag core. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The guard. So I'm gonna go. I'm what gonna do go you call see flags. <laughs> Sounded like Stephanie, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go 100 miles. 100 miles or so, <laughs> or more. Or more. Yeah. But, but that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go see a game. I'm gonna go see a game. I'm gonna go see. Her uh, perform uh, tomorrow night, and I promised her. She's been asking, "Are you going to get to come to any of my games?" And you know, we we work on Friday nights. At least you guys do. I don't. It's been a month since I worked on a Friday night. But anyway, quit complaining. Wow. Yeah, I know exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, hey, before we get going too far, can I say I can because I got a microphone. I'm going to say happy birthday to my mom. There you go. Celebrating a birthday today. You know, so that's that's exciting stuff. Good stuff. Awesome. Good stuff for mom. Happy birthday. All right. So uh, on the program today, we'll get into some uh, some cowboy stuff. Boy, we have we have spent some time. We spent a lot of time this week talking about the Cowboys. And we'll do it again. RJ Cho is going to join us. We'll hear from uh, from Mike McCarthy. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Texas State and Baylor some more. Uh, China Spring plays Conley and Tyler Beatty, the head coach of the Cougars, is going to join us on the program this morning. Uh, we will get to our high school pickums. And I was just kind of comparing. I, I've already filled out my form, and so has so has Ryan, and they're pretty different. So we'll see how that goes. Who's winning, by the way, Ryan? Uh, uh okay so Aaron and I are tied for first with a 20 and 10 record and you two are sure tied they are. You, mm-hmm. you two are tied for second with 18 and 12. Okay, but let's I think we're getting pencil whipped. Well, I know it, exactly like on the golf course the, the scorecards already filled out before you play the hole. Uh let's remember somehow some way Aaron started off 10 and 0. Since then what's his record? 
uh, 20 and 10. Since then, he's 500 at 10 and 10. Right? Correct. All right. That's, I'm just saying. How do you go from a 10 and 0 week to 500? You picked the games yeah, on Saturday. We're watching him. That's how That's how you do it. He, he didn't think we were – obviously, we weren't watching him the first week. So, we'll get into that a little bit. Bryce Cherry for the Waco Trib is going to join us. We'll talk a little bit about uh, all the things that are happening in the wide, wide world of sports here in uh, in the greater heart of Texas area. So, we got a lot of stuff going on on the program today. It's a little surprise, and I, I and I and let me just preface by saying I did not read the entire article. I just kind of just kind of ran across it right before we went on the air, so I haven't had a time. I haven't had time to to, to dig into it and look at it. But and we're, we're, I tell you what, we'll do that after we talk to Mike Gray. Mike Gray from the uh, uh, Humane Society of Central Texas joins us. Mike, what's happening this morning? Good morning, man. Tom. That was a big tease. I'm wondering what article we're talking about here. Now, now, now I'm now I'm intrigued. Well, that's uh, what we're you, you got to stay around and find out. I'm going to. I'm go, I'm going to now. Uh, I'm doing good, man. It's, it's football. Football here finally, and the weather's starting to get a little cooler, and the dog numbers are starting to slow down a little bit, and just everything's going right in the world right now. So it's awesome. Hey, did you tell me? That the dog that you guys named after me did get adopted? It did. Officially, uh, at first it went to foster care for a little bit. Yeah. And then it got adopted. So he okay. is, he is adopted and he's uh, living his life now. And my wife was scrolling through, I don't know, social media or something. And she said, hey, did you know there was a dog named after you at the mm-hmm. at the pound? I said, yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's a he's a great dog. So, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of a, a cool little story. Um, you know, we had that the cruelty case with those seventeen dogs mm-hmm. um, here recently. Um, so they recently, uh, you know, uh, finally got um, released where they're able to be adopted and, and fostered and, and things like that. So um, <clears throat> we have of the seventeen dogs, we have I think three left. Uh, other, the other really, 14, I believe, yeah, have either been adopted or, or went to uh, foster care. Um, and so we had one, um, I guess Monday that went to, um, or Tuesday went to Best Vito Friends, which is awesome. If you think about, um, it's, it's a, a year old, this dog is a year old, and the way, uh, you know, it, you know, a couple months ago it was. Trapped in a house with the windows boarded up and 17 other dogs in that house with it. And it just struggling for its life. And now it's like at one of the best doggy resort daycare places uh, there are. And so just like, what a, what a turn of events for this dog. Right. And so um, just kind of a, a, a cool story, kind of, you know, just never give up, never, never lose hope. There's always hope for, for things. And so, this dog, everything went glim for it, and and then now it's just—I mean, it's still living an unbelievable life. So, um, very cool and very very happy. It's kind of why we do what we do to, to kind of see things like this. I, you know, I was I was just thinking, we ought to do like it should be like a running deal uh, until until that dog moves on. Then we we do another. So we should do like Barfield two, then Barfield three. I mean, and see, you know. I just, I don't know. I'm just, just, I'm just thinking out loud, Mike. Just thinking yeah. out loud. Well, I'm thinking, uh, you know, I, I'm, I want to do 
uh, you know, a dog maybe uh, after uh, Ryan, uh, definitely one after Ward. Um, That'd be W Square, by the way, for Ward. (laughs) W Squared, there you go. Uh, W Squared. You know, um, maybe just call it coach. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but I need some input p- p- from Ward. What do you think, Ward? Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. I, I like yeah. W squared myself. I mean, you know, <laughs> we can do that. I, I don't. Once you get closer to tax season, people just see that W two, and they might just kind of get a little worried. But yeah, uh, but but yeah, if, you, if we all want to. Um, if y'all want to do that, I'll, I'll I'll bring some pictures of some dogs and I'll send them off to y'all and see which ones y'all like and we'll, we'll name some after y'all and we'll if y'all want to uh, help, help help us promote them, we'll we'll see who can get them adopted. Awesome. There you go. Uh, what what are the big needs right now? Um, you know, volunteers. We had a we had a huge volunteer group last um, Saturday morning. I think we had like forty or fifty people in there. Um, it was kind of uh, um, chaotic. Uh, after orientation was over because we had so many people out walking dogs um you know a couple dogs got away from people and and but you know what that made me happy because that meant that there was a bunch of people out there and they're trying to help and do things and so when you do that you make mistakes you know my my first day working at the humane Society almost four years ago within five minutes i got bit by a dog uh, and then about two hours later a dog got away from me and i was chasing around the shelter for 30 minutes so uh, you know, you make mistakes when you try, and that's how you get better. And so um, it was uh, awesome, awesome Saturday. And so I'm sure we'll have just as many this Saturday. But, you know, really encourage you all to come out and, and volunteer and kind of um, see uh, all these awesome dogs and, and how much you can help them is really, really rewarding. How can they reach out to you, Mike? Uh, you can give us a call, 254-754-1454, or, or just come on by anytime, Monday through Friday from 11 to 6. And Saturday from 10 to 5. Humane Society of Central Texas. Mike, thanks. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Tom. See you later. So I want to get back to this. So you, you don't you don't like uh, W Square, right? I mean, I don't mind it, but don't give that to a dog. Oh, I think <laughs> that would be the – would that dog stand out when you're – okay, there's Fido, there's, 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 you know, whatever. There's Rover. There's W Square. Now that. That's a smart dog. <laughs> that dog says, you know what? I'm going outside the box to get my name. I just think, you know, I don't All know. Right. All right. I kind of thought it was a cool It'll name. Help. Oh, help. Would, would that dog stand out? Absolutely. Spot, you know, rusty, W square. Oh, I'm telling you, that, that's got it going on. Okay. Just, what do you think, Ron? Don't you agree? I, I agree completely. All right. Outnumbered. Okay, so here's the story. Let's let's do this story. And again, I don't, I, I, man, I don't know all the particulars. I didn't get to read it, but uh, I did see the headlines. Apparently, there was a meeting in Washington among the FBS athletic directors. The majority were there. There were about thirty that had to attend the meeting via Zoom, and the discussion ward was the governing body of college football. FBS college football, you know, uh, the the playoff system is is governed by the, the college football playoff, CFP. And, and there's, uh, and look, and I'm a proponent of it. To be perfectly honest, I, I think I think the they voted after discussion on whether or not they wanted to go a different direction, 
and it looks like they, the the overwhelming majority of athletic directors do not. They want to keep the NCAA as the governing body. They want some things changed, obviously, but they want to they want to remain with with the NCAA. I was a little surprised by that. I'm I thought little, there was a, I thought there was more traction for let's do it let's do it differently and let's make the college football playoff our governing body or or or, a, or an entity like that. Well, I, I think there was some traction for it, but I'm glad that they're not going to go that way. I, as much you hear of the NCAA dropping the ball on some things, there's a lot of things that they don't drop the ball on, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of moving parts for the NCAA that we don't so, know about. Yeah, so they, I mean, overall, they do a pretty good job now. You know, I I think there's some things that that should be changed and it could be changed for good, and I think there's some things that need to be left alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they're they they've got a monumental job in front of them, and I think they need to have more free reign on. Hey, look, we made a mistake on how we did NIL. We made a mistake on transfer the portal. transfer portal. Mm-hmm. I know you can't get the genie back in the box, but you can try to spin and and change some things and keep the same ideas, but make them better. And I, I think those are two places where the NCAA needs to step in and say, okay, look, we messed up by not by just not wanting to deal with something and letting it go free reign, now we've got to try to figure out a way to where it's comparable for everybody and fair for everybody to make these two things still available, but better on an even kill across the board. And I don't know what that is. I mean, I I really don't. But I think that there's enough smart minds in that room where they could figure that out. I always felt like... The NCAA rulebook was way too thick. You you know what I mean? It's just all these ticky tacky rules for this and that. And then when they would rule, it, it would take forever to rule on something. Come mm-hmm. on now, I, I I would like to see that addressed. Uh, they they should you know if if there's something that goes before the NCAA, they shouldn't have just free reign to go as long as they want to and leave somebody hanging as long as they do. And they do. And I always thought that they were bullies. I mean, they treat it. And I don't think they are now. I think I think they got a dose of reality. But I always felt like they were bullies when it comes to, you know, we're the governing body. You're not. At sit one down, shut time, up, and sit in that corner over there until at, we're through. At, at one point in time, they were. And, and they overreacted to a lot of things and yes. were slow to react to some things. Yes. And so, you know, I think they've gotten better at that. And, and that's another change that – probably needs to be made. I do think that it, I don't think it'll ever happen because of the money, but I think they need to be charged in charge of the division one playoffs. I just do. They're in charge of every other playoff. They're not in charge of that one. No, not even close. CFP has got that little puppy. Yeah. And I think it needs to go back to the NCAA and it needs to expand. I, I know it's going to 12. I get it. And for a lot of people that's too much. And for some people that's okay. For me, it's not enough. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 16. That's my number. And I'm sticking I, with it. I can go bigger. Go bigger, go home, huh? Yeah. 
Well, it's in, I would like to see what the new look NCAA looks like. Uh, I don't, I don't know, but it, it, it may not even be any different. I don't know. Either. FBS is the only, and to your point, the FBS is the only uh, division in which the NCAA doesn't govern their championship. Mm-hmm. They do not govern their championship. Obviously, the college football playoff does. Right. Uh, they have no say whatsoever. In how which it should not be that way. That, yeah, well, yeah, we got you the first twelve, and then we're going to hand the baton off to another group. Well, uh, and, and in every other sport, it's the, it's the NCAA. NCAA, and they do a really good job of of hosting championships. They do an outstanding Look job at your and that's I've always said that. Look at your your NCAA basketball tournament. Oh, March Madness. Mar- well, look at the baseball tournament. Absolutely. Yeah. Look at Division two, II, Division three football. Mm-hmm. They do an out, and, and I've been. Up close and personal, and gone through the process with them. They do an outstanding job. I've said they it, run a great championship series. I've said it all along. March Madness is the greatest sporting event all year long. I, I, I and I firmly believe that mm-hmm. it, it is one month of c- compelling competition. And they seem to get it right most of the time. They do get it right. I wish they would go back. And again, you can't go back to a lot of things, but I don't, I don't like the way they keep expanding the play-in games. Just, I don't need. What, what are we at now? Sixty-eight, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't need all that. Sixty-four, something like that. Well, they got I no sixty-four. It's a tournament. Sixty-four is you a got, tournament. You, play, you have, okay. have the play-in games. You have two play-in games now. Yeah. Okay. Sixty-eight teams. Yeah. Okay. And I don't, I don't need those play-in games. I get it, but I don't need it. And they're playing for the sixteenth seed. Mm-hmm. So. All right, uh, we're off and running, so there you go. That's, you're either uh, a 16th seed or you're not. Yeah, well, I mean, I come agree. on. <laughs> uh, and 16s have beaten a one now. Now they, they have. Yeah, they have. But I still don't. I don't need that extra two games. I got you. Well, you know what that's about. It's a television money. Money. Absolutely. All right. Uh, 18 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. We're back to talk about the Cowboys and the Bengals. We'll do it next. Waco Lions football presented by Bird College and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. The Waco Lions head to Middle Ovian this Thursday night to continue district play. Our coverage of Waco football begins at 6.30 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Toos and me this Thursday night at 6.30 as the Lions take on the Panthers in Middle Ophian, and we'll have it right here on your home for Lions football, ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu alumni. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. 
Now is the best time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a used vehicle. Right now, choose from hundreds of different makes and different models. All priced to fit all budgets. Explore your possibilities. Explore new and used vehicles at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Leon's Floor Covering has been a Clifton staple for 70 years. They know how to get the job done right. You can have their in-house crews remodel your home or hire their designers to guide you through your next DIY project. Stop by the store to see their selection of time-tested materials and fixtures, including Kelly Moore Paints. Leon's Floor Covering is at the corner of Avenue D and FM 219 in downtown Clifton. Call 254-675-8686 or find them online for a free estimate. Leon's, getting the job done right the first time. It's a family tradition. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boy's Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WEST. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. All right, 722, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Cowboys and the Bengals, and we were just talking about Cincinnati uh, during the break. Bengals turned it over, what, five times, Ryan? Is that right? Five. Well, Joe Burrow alone had five. Wow. Four picks. And a fumble. And a fumble. Now, we've seen Joe Burrow at LSU. We've seen Joe Burrow last year with the Bengals. Any way on earth Joe, Joe Burrow comes into AT&T and commits five turnovers on Sunday? I wouldn't think so. No. No way. I don't care if they have to run the ball. That's not going to happen. Uh... He's too good a quarterback. And I'll say this, I think he's probably one of those guys that has a short memory. I don't think he's reflecting on the four picks. or I think he's getting ready to play the Cowboys. Uh, with the Cowboys and their situation at quarterback, offensive line, uh, do they have much of a chance against the Bengals in your opinion? Not with that offense, they don't. I think it's a monumental struggle. I do. Uh, I, I I just I don't see it. I mean, he's your quarterback's going to get reps. What for three days? 
and I know that he he played a lot in in, in pre, but he didn't play with the ones, and that's different. No, it's just in in game speed and preseason game speed are different. It's, it's a different it's a different animal playing in August and playing in September. It's different, Ward. It just is. It is different, but I mean, you I, again. I'm a I a firm believer. You need that. Um, preseason to be a better football team. I think that was part of the problem on Sunday night for the Cowboys. I, I firmly believe that. But also, even if if the speed is different, you still got to have the tools in your toolbox. And Cooper Rush just doesn't. No, right. I, I don't think so either. Uh, just doesn't. He's, you know, he's. You don't have to have a high football IQ to see that. You I mean it's pretty evident that he's he's not an he's not one of the thirty two NFL quarterbacks. No. Not even close. But I'll ask you this how many teams in the NFL have a second guy that would be considered one of the thirty two? There's not many. There's not many, but there's thirty one other teams that have a better starting a uh, better backup quarterback than him. Hang on. You think he's the worst backup in the NFL? Yes. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. Uh, yes. There's not a there, there's not another one that's worse. Wow, boy, you really are soured on Cooper Rush. He won you a game last year. <laughs> His defense won him a game last year. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't drive the boat up on the curb, which you can get by with for a game. Or two. Maybe two. But three, four, five, you can't. You can't play it safe that long. You'll get you'll get destroyed in the NFL. And the Cowboys would want you to believe that Dak Prescott could be back within a month? Yeah, that's real smart, rushing back. And most that kind of cover the team and follow the team don't think that's that's logical. I I think it's delusional. So, you know, he's on the clock. Mike McCarthy talked about Dak Prescott surgery. Well, I mean, I just think you know the four guys that are injured. You know, we'll go all the way to Friday. Um, just just looking to rehab. Obviously, has been stated already. Um, you know, everybody feels good about the surgery uh, that Dak went through. You know, from a medical perspective, you know, but, you know, from, from my perspective, um, you know, I mean, he had surgery. So these next uh, seven to 10 days, he's in a healing stage. And, you know, let's get, let's get over that hurdle first. And, uh, but I, I know um, at the conclusion of the surgery, you know, the surgeon was very optimistic. Wow. Uh, there you go. That means he's calling BS without saying BS to keep from getting Jerry Jones to throw a bottle at him. Justin on our CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660. I hope Rush is listening. He needs some motivation. Heck, I hope he's listening too. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be kind of cool. Cooper called in. Well, Ward, let me just tell you something. (laughs) The worst backup quarterback in the NFL, and you heard it here first from Ward White's. Wow. I, I I believe it. If you prove me wrong, please. And look, you know we're all the sky's falling right now. I mean, every one of us. I'm. I don't think the sky. Well, 
what do we say if that goes down for a long period of time way back in, I don't know, April? Yeah. If that goes down for a long period of time, season over. They, they, they believe, or at least they want us to believe that they believe that he's been in the system long and, and, and he can, he, he knows what Kellen Moore wants and. Okay. Knowing what somebody wants and physically able to do it are two different things. Again, I said it yesterday. I, I and I can sit in the film room and know exactly what he wants to do and, and go through practice and know exactly what he wants me to do. But I can't do it. Right. I uh, I said it yesterday and, and and we're gonna talk to RJ Ochoa about it here in just a couple of minutes from Blog and the Boys. But They've, I mean, I, first of all, I think you got to pare the playbook down because he hasn't had all the reps with the ones. And I think you got to find a handful of things that the guy you feel like he can do and do well. Right, you and, can, and that's yeah. where you go with. I, you can. You absolutely can. You can slim it down as much as you want to. And for Kellen Moore, that may not be a bad thing because I think he, well, yeah, he reaches into his bag t- too deep sometimes. He's all over the place. I get that. So anyway, all right, and that doesn't help Cooper Rush either. No, having a guy like Kellen Moore calling plays for him again, they got to pare that thing down, and they got to simplify it, and and say, we're, you know, we're going to run these these plays. That he, this is what he does. This is his strong suits, and that's what we go with. Whether they're NFL quality or not, board says they're not. We'll find out. Seven thirty. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Time to get the Cowboy Report with Christy Scales. Brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Check them out at richardcar.com. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Zeke Elliott shares a prescription for healing an ailing Cowboys offense right after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit swbc.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott knows a way to help Cooper Rush, who's going to start the next few games in place of Dak Prescott, is for Zeke to step up because whether it's Coop or Dak, a quarterback's best friend is a strong run game. I think it's an important period to, to establish a run game and run the football. And, you know, over as offense, we're a better football team when, when we run the ball. And uh, we ran the ball efficiently last Sunday. Uh, I'm looking forward to committing to it this, this, this week. As for Cowboy fans who might want to jump off the bandwagon after the season opening loss. It's week two, uh, so we can overreact if we want, or we can just take a deep breath and, and uh, let this thing play out. Next up for Zeke and the boys, the Cincinnati Bengals. Sunday's kickoff is 325 Central. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales.
Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Ranger bullpen gave up two in the ninth in an 8-7 loss to Oakland. The Rangers, though, win the season series 11-8 and take tonight off. Christian Javier tossed six shutout innings as the Astros beat the Tigers 2-1. Houston won all seven games of that season series and is headed home for a four-game series with Oakland starting tonight. The Cardinals' Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina set a major league record last night. It was the 325th time they have started a game together, becoming baseball's most common battery. Week four of the high school football season gets underway tonight with Waco High going to Midlothian. You can hear the game beginning with the pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. It's 7.35. This is game time. If you're out and about this morning, drive safely. Be especially careful in and around our school zones. We, uh, we've we talked a lot of Cowboy football with you this morning. We continue talking Cowboy football as we welcome R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys to the program. R.J., is Cooper Rush the worst quarterback, backup quarterback in the NFL? Uh, good morning, guys. Great to be with you. Uh, shout out to um, whoever decided saliva was the, the proper bumper music into this. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, he is. And I, I mean, that's Thank not you. like, you know, being dramatic or anything. That's just, you know, objectively speaking, he's the worst. And, and he was the worst. If, if a week ago or two weeks ago, we had laid out and looked at all 32 backup quarterbacks in the NFL, there was and remains a very strong case that, that he was the worst. But 
Um, like a lot of things, the Cowboys decided to rest on their laurels there, assuming they would never have to use that insurance. The iPhone will never break. The house will never flood. The car will never get dinged up. Yet here we are. Mm. Well, and a pleasant good morning to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, RJ. So now, what do the Cowboys do? I mean, do they dumb down the playbook? Does Kellen Moore have to put a seatbelt on? What do they have to do to make this offense somewhat productive against Cincinnati? I mean, it's it's certainly those things. Um, they rely on you know checkdowns on the middle of the field on receivers who showed no ability to gain separation to, to gain separation on on a running game um, that was behind a beleaguered offensive line coming to life and sustaining the team on a defense that that did do a, an impressive job of, of fighting off the regression this coming narrative a week ago um, being their saving grace. They, they do all those things. But, I mean, to be fair, that's kind of what they've been doing. They've been hoping and planning on being the exception uh, for about six months now. And so as far as, you know, what they do next, it's kind of par for the course for them. It's, hey, just, you know, cross your fingers and hope that, that Cooper Rush is an amazing quarterback and that Dak Prescott returns sooner than every medical professional believes he will. Um, it, it, there's no, you know, and, and obviously it is a negative kind of situation, but there's, there's no lipstick to put on this pig. This, this is DEFCON one. I mean, th this, some of this was extremely predictable. Uh, the DAC injury obviously was not, uh, but, but the Cowboys had every opportunity to prevent this from happening, but, but those opportunities have to be taken in March and April. You can't do it here in the middle of September. Hey, look, the, the offensive line wasn't per perfect, but they held up better than I thought they would. So what was wrong with the passing game the first three and a half quarters? Was it Dak's uh, accuracy or was it wide receivers inability to, to get separation or was it a combination? Yeah, I think you have to say that Dak played poorly. I mean, aside from, you know, the, the lack of receiving options and, and you're right. I mean, but that, that our, our bar of expectation has dropped, right? Like, well, the offensive line wasn't the worst ever, you know, so it was kind of cool. Uh, but, but that's, you know, the offensive line did, you know, forced him to run for his life. There, there was no receiver able to, to generate any kind of separation. And, and so Dak had to force speed a lot of things to CeeDee Lamb. And, you know, the result is, is two receptions off of 11 targets there. But he was bad. He was very, very poor, um, which is concerning. I mean, it, it's concerning when you consider the second half of last season and the fact that, that Dak was, was quite bad. Um, you know, he was not, you know, one of the 10 best players on the team over the second half of last season. And so you worry, is, is that just who he is now? Has the bottom come out? Do we live here now? Um, and, and now you've got the injury on top of all things. So now it's okay. Well, now he's come back from this stuff. He had the calf, he had the shoulder. He, he obviously had the ankle two years ago. I mean, so there, there are suddenly, you know, any, any chance of this scar healing up and never to be seen again is gone. I mean, the, the, the wound is open, the salt is in, and we just have to now kind of hope we can outlast the infection. Did it look like to you, RJ, that he just wasn't seeing the field as good uh, and not, not hitting his reads as well to you? Yeah, I mean, and, and I think, um, you know, that's, that's the part where I'm willing to defend him a little bit more. It's, you know, it's difficult to find things he could have done, you know, much better. You can find right. things he could have done marginally better, um, certainly. And, and, and again, some of the, the interception is, is just an awful throw. I mean, there, there's so many, you know, completely and totally on deck things, um, but, but there's also no opportunity to help him. And this is where you just kind of end up in this cyclical debate with people is, well, he needs to do a better job of elevating people. He's the franchise quarterback. True, totally. But, 
there are a lot of other teams who who can, you know, in one hand say our franchise quarterback needs to elevate our team, but on the other hand say, well, let's also help him as much as possible. I mean, and, and that's just not the, the bed the Cowboys made. They decided to go at this and say, Dak has to save us. Dak has to be Superman week in and week out. He wasn't a week ago. And what happened? They lost. They failed. And so that is the formula. This is all by design. The Cowboys planned to thread a needle every single week. And so we're all kind of sitting here outside of the, the, the hay or the barn or whatever. And like, wow, that couldn't thread the needle. He sucks. It's hard to thread a needle. It, it is. And, and quarterbacks should be able to do it. But it, nobody can do it every single week, every single year. It's just an impossible thing. Where do they go now? I mean, they got the Bengals coming in who uh, who played very poorly last week against Pittsburgh and still nearly won the football game. Uh, where do they go this week against Cincinnati? I mean, um, I, I said on our post game show this felt like um, this, this felt like the final scene in Twister when Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt like tie themselves <laughs> to that that pipe. You know, what I'm talking about with the the like leather belt and they're trying to outlast the tornado. That's it. I mean, like that, like you know, they're they're gonna lose. I mean, you know, Vegas isn't always like the the strongest indicator, but it's a pretty strong one. Th- this line has shifted like ten points from from before Dak Prescott got hurt. That's pretty rare. Like it's it's difficult to see a line move that much. Um, so they're gonna lose. I mean, like that's not again being you know mean or anything. That's just a matter of fact. They're gonna fall to zero and two. It's difficult to make the playoffs in general when you're zero and two. I think if we're generous, that they maybe split the next two games between the Giants and the Commanders. That puts them at one and three. They probably lose the next two against the Rams and the Eagles, especially with Cooper Rush. That puts them at one and five. And then again, I think if we're a little bit generous, they probably split with Detroit and Chicago. So it puts them at two and six. At the bye, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't see a way out. I mean, you can look at um, you can look at some struggling teams, right, and, and say like, well, what's the the future for this team? Like, what's the forecast? And you can see a path, right? Like, it may be improbable. It may be you know the one of one hundred paths, but it still does exist. I don't see a path for this. I mean, this this looked like the worst offense in the NFL with Dak Prescott. And to our point, you're now dealing with at best the 64th best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, it is you know the this, this is this is the ride. We we got on this ride, and we're still going up. You know, <laughs> we, we haven't even started the, the first downward plunge. Um, so buckle up, hold on to that that leather rope with Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt. RJ, explain to me like I'm a fourth grader, why the Cowboys refused to go out and, and find anybody, anybody that's out there. I, You know, I don't know who it is. Go get RG3 out of the booth. Go get Cam Newton. Go get trade for Garoppolo. I mean, there's just a handful out there, but there's got to be somebody out there. Why do they refuse to reach over, hit the panic button, and call for help? To be fair, I'm somebody who doesn't believe they should do any of those things. Okay, but, but that but that philosophy should be enacted in different ways. So certainly, when it comes to their offensive line, and they're, they're now you know continually drying up, lack of depth. But as far as the my, my thought on the quarterback thing, briefly, is just that they're, they're stuck. They're you know what I mean. They're they're screwed. Like this this ride is going to suck. Like you, there's like don't mortgage your future in any even small capacity in the name of putting lipstick on the pig, this is a pig. Like, let's just, let's just all be frank about it. Um, but, but I mean, I do think that the answer, I mean, to answer this question is Cooper rush won a game last year. And, and that may have served to the detriment of this team because they talked themselves into saying, Oh man, he was so awesome. Cooper rush threw for 300 yards against the Vikings. 
we won. Why wouldn't we trust him? Like, I'm sure y'all were both impressed with the Minnesota Vikings last week, beating the Green Bay Packers. Justin Jefferson had a billion yards. Have we not learned that Mike Zimmer was the problem? Mike Zimmer was the mitigating factor. It wasn't Cooper Rush who went up to Minnesota and and slayed a mighty team. It was Mike Zimmer who, who stepped on them enough to allow Cooper Rush to walk over them. And so, I mean, this is a team that is completely and totally reactionary in everything that they do. And that, that's why they won't go out and do anything. Because why, why go get a backup quarterback? They have a backup quarterback. I mean, and, and I think that the better example is along the offensive line. They planned on purpose to have Tyron Smith play every single game this season. They planned for Tyler Smith to be their starting left guard. They planned for Terrence Steele to be their starting right tackle. Now we're at a place where they're on their second option, not even their second option, because their, their swing tackles or their contenders were Josh Fall and Matt Waletsko. So they're kind of on their third option at left tackle, but they're trying to tell us it's awesome in Tyler Smith. They're on their third option at left guard with Tyler Smith kicking over, with Connor McGovern having the high ankle sprain and now having to play Matt Farniak. And they now might even bench their, their starting option at right tackle in Terrence Steele. And it's just because the bodies are there. And you know what? They were the highest rated game of the week last week. They were the biggest season opener on Sunday Night Football since 2015, a game which also featured the Dallas Cowboys, by the way. I mean, the, the checks keep coming. The lights stay on. The party isn't over. So, you know, why, why go get another drink? The bottle is right here. We don't, we don't, we don't have to get off the stage. <laughs> I was going to say, if you looked around the stadium in that despicable football game, it was packed. And, and and those tickets aren't ten dollars a piece either. Well, it's it's going to continue to stay packed. I mean, that's just you know. But w- at wide receiver, it, it was pretty clear that those guys could not get separation. And, and your number one target is CD Lamb, and and again he two catches, thirteen yards or something like that. I, I don't know. It's it, ridiculous. W- is there any help it, w- when Gallup gets back? Does that help? I know it does, but how much does it help? With uh, with the other side and CD Lamb, I mean it, it certainly helps um, in, in a literal sense, but it, I, I think you have to assume it to be marginal help. And that's the thing: like when you build, if I were building an NFL team, or if I were doing something important, you know, not you know blogging about the Cowboys, right? Like if my life had consequences for people, you know, I would I would consider like worst case scenario. That's what you have to do when you're, you're planning things like this, and that hasn't been the case here. You know, if we consider the worst case scenario, to your point, what if Michael Gallup isn't great right away? What if Michael Gallup, you know, understandably is coming back from a torn ACL and, and is, is kind of struggling physically, still learning his body? I mean, he hasn't had Michael Gallup's an outstanding wide receiver. So I don't want to overlook that fact, but he hasn't had a training camp. He hasn't had a preseason. We're just expecting him to show up day one, completely cold, coming off of an injury with a backup quarterback at this point in time and a, a star wide receiver opposite of him who can't do anything on his own and, and just change everything. That's so impractical. That's so unlikely to happen. And this is another position where the Cowboys, again, have just absolutely done nothing. They win at this thing. They told us all offseason, guys, Stop freaking out about Amari Cooper. We drafted Jalen Tolbert. All right, like we're we're going to be totally fine. We signed James Washington. We're good. James Washington gets hurt. Hey, we're fine. Why why make a move? Noah Brown's on the team. And then you know Jalen Tolbert, the dude they hyped up, he they, was a healthy scratch for for week one. And then Stephen went on the radio with my buddies in San Antonio and said. Well, you know, we probably gave him too much right away. Yeah, we know, Stephen, because you had nobody else to, to count on or to rely on. So they can now it's, okay, who can we put all this on? Who can we continually shift all the expectation on? Now it's this guy, Michael Gallup, coming back from a torn ACL. He'll save us. He'll be the one. The bat signal's up in the air. Somebody's going to come. And if they don't, the, the lights are going to stay on once again. 
Is, is there a scenario that you can see that this team could tank and, and maybe not tank on purpose? I don't think they can tank on purpose, but I, I just they they could spiral that badly. Is there a scenario that could help them? I mean, I don't I don't know that there's a franchise quarterback in the draft. I I don't I don't know. I mean, do they go to free agency and say, "Hey, Dak, we love you, but you know, we paid you too much and you got to go." I mean, something's got to happen to change the narrative with this team if they ever want to take that next step, don't it? I think so, and I think Dak is is still part of the answer. Um, but I mean, you know, th- this this is an infected team, you know, and 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 they this was not a good enough team a year ago. We we all know that, and all they did was on purpose, you know, weaken it and, and, and deconstruct it and, and do nothing. I mean, I, I'm like, I, I'm not saying I'm a genius and I have all the right answers, but it, it was incredibly surreal to on the broadcast hear Chris Collinsworth openly chastising this team. I mean, you guys, like there's, there's not a soul out there who's like, Hey, they had it right. You know, the, 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 this is just unfortunate. The, none of this was predictable. This was all just bad luck. The Cowboys, you know, built a, a, a plan to come back strong here in 2022. And so, I mean, you, you can certainly make an argument that, um, that, that they need some tough love and, and we, we need to see them hit rock bottom because they haven't, right? And, you know, a lot of people say, stop buying jerseys, stop buying tickets, hit them where it hurts, hit them in their <laughs> pockets. And, like, you know, none of those things are ever going to happen, right? But, I mean, if they had this, like, truly embarrassing, flabbergasting season, maybe that, that pushes the needle one way or in another direction. So, I mean, if if you're rooting for that, I guess I think you you want to see them bottom out. I mean, and I I don't know that Mike McCarthy makes it to Green Bay for his return because that's the first game out of the bye. You know, that's you know in seasons like this, it's generally you know the week leading and up to the bye where where coaches are fired. I mean, you know, because that's kind of it gives you the most time to kind of fix things or or adjust things or whatever. Um, I, I mean, maybe they just kind of need to, to look in the mirror. We're, we're like that, that meme from the movie Bird Box. We have to literally stand behind <laughs> them and pry their eyes open and make them see what they've made themselves into. Um, but but I, don't, you know, I don't know that tanking accomplishes anything cool. You know, you, you get some higher draft picks, but um, I've, I've never bought the, the theory that it makes sense to tank for Sean Payton. Why would anybody, you know, if, if they were sabotaging themselves, why would anybody want to coach a team who's sabotaging a Super Bowl winning head coach? Like who who would trust that group? Right. Um, and and so that has never made sense to me. Uh, but but I do I don't think we've seen the worst of this. Like th- this is the tip of the iceberg, unfortunately, uh, because of the way the Cowboys built this team. And maybe they'll have a few cute wins and stuff, and and you know get us all excited at some point mid October and things like that. But they, they they need a a rebuild, and that doesn't mean wipe out a hundred percent of the roster, but this this whole era got off on a left foot. You know, it, the Cowboys insisted on Kellen Moore, you know, his post being retained. And here we are. I mean, the, the only thing I want to see, I know this was a long answer, if, if this all does go south the way it seems, Mike, dude, I mean, be frank. Be Frank Sinatra. Go out your way, dude. Take back play calling. Like, at least at least go down swinging. Mm-hmm. This, this, is, this is hard to watch at this point in time. And if Mike McCarthy built his bread in the NFL off of being an offensive mind, and if we go three full years with him as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys and never see his offensive touch, then it was a failure of an era to begin with. We didn't even do the thing this guy's supposed to be good at. We just wasted a thousand days. What are you working on for blogging the boys uh, this week? Well, guys, um, it's a really positive time uh, <laughs> for the Cowboys. Um, no, I mean, we're, we're just trying to, 
to to make lemonade. I mean, that that's really what this is. It's it's a it's a really interesting kind of um, internal feeling to to kind of feel like the season's over and things like that when it just started, right? Like this is supposed to be the beginning. We're still on the ride up, as mentioned. So we're just trying to recalibrate and and and, and set expectations, proper expectations, um, to kind of feel our way through this. Um, it's um it's it's going to be something that I do know. As always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Take a couple of aspirin, RJ. It'll be okay. Uh, Seven fifty-two. Hey, you know. and he's dead on. Yeah. The one thing that, uh, and, and I'll tell you that I disagree. I, I don't think they'll fire McCarthy in the middle of the season. I just it, that's, that's. It depends just, on if they go over between now and then. I, I could see it, but I don't. I don't know. That's not a Jerry Jones type. Thing. He's, well, he's he's done it one time. Yeah, I know, but I mean, he's going to want something to take the spotlight off him. Yeah, well, I mean, look, they've already got built-in excuses. We lost our left tackle. Uh, we I, lost our quarterback. Blah I, blah I, blah I get, blah blah. I get it, but yeah. he's going to want to he's going to want to take the spotlight off him because everybody's going to be saying, "Well, if you just would have done something in the offseason yeah. instead of having the worst offseason ever of the Dallas Cowboys." Well, tell me something, and you know the answer to this, and then we got to get to break. Uh, if he fired McCarthy, who's the interim? Well, it's going to be Kellen Wall. Of course it is. Of course it is. 7.53. We're right back with more in just a moment. The Bears back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday, hosting the Bobcats of Texas State on Family Weekend. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, live from Touchdown Alley. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Bears and Bobcats this Saturday here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do, and lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before where I would be without them. I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mex Delicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquites jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our other new Barria menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Barria enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan coming up Saturday, 11 a.m. kick, 7 o'clock broadcast time. It's the Bears at Texas State. And uh, earlier this week, Devin Neal, a uh, defensive back with the Bears, met with the media, and he talked about rebounding from the BYU loss. Last year in that, that same situation, just after a loss, like there's two things, there's two things the team can do: just wilt away, or just come together and just rebound stronger. And I feel like in those situations, like we just rebound, like we come together, everybody locks in, just humbles ourselves, knows what the focus is, and we just come back together, ready to work. So I feel like we just got to work, put our heads down, do what we got to do, and we'll be straight. Ward, you've talked about it a million times. Don't let one become two, and that's mm-hmm. what he's talking about right there. Yeah, you've got to wad it up, throw it in the trash can. You can't let a, be- a team beat you twice, and. When you linger on it and go through workout and start talking about the what ifs and things like that, instead of trying to correct the mistakes, then you you know you're going to find yourself in an uphill battle come the next week uh, against the opponent because they're not thinking about their last game; they're thinking about you. So you you better be be ready for what's out in front of you, no matter who it is, uh, whether it be Texas State, whether it be Oklahoma, whether it be you know. Fill in the blank. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You better be ready to play that team that day and not try to battle two teams. And isn't that true even after a win? I mean, it's it's such a – Yeah, I think I think it is. I mean, you, you still have to, you know, get in the film room and, and look at the film, see your mistakes, and, and then get, you know, on to the next game pretty quickly. Uh, but there is, you know – there, there's a, such a thing as, as good momentum and bad momentum. And, and the good momentum after a win is, you know, you want to keep that upbeat feeling and, and keep, you know, the positive things rolling in, in your direction. And, and you, you have to learn from both. And so I, I think it's a little bit different. You can't carry it over and, and rely on that to, to carry you through a game. But, there's, you know, there's, there's a little bit more – I think you play looser after after a win and you work out looser after a win than you might do after a loss. And, and I don't necessarily know that that's beneficial or not, but it's just the way it is. So it'll be the Bears in Texas State. That's uh, coming up uh, Saturday again at 11 o'clock. And uh, our, uh, our broadcast will begin at 7 o'clock with uh, Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. That'll be at 7 o'clock, bright and early. Somebody bring me a donut, would you? Uh, <laughs> let's continue. Somebody bring us a donut right now. <laughs> yeah, let's continue <laughs> our Baylor conversation. We welcome the voice of the Bears, John Morris, with today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's number check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball, number 14 in the nation, back on the floor in the Farrell Center tonight, hosting the Baylor Invitational. Plus, football gears up for the Bobcats on Saturday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Looking for an SUV designed for every adventure? We've got exactly what you need at Allen Samuels in Waco. Stop in today to get your new 2022 Wagoneer. Save big on Series 2 and 3 and get the low APR of 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, you receive $3,500 Conquest bonus cash. Plus, first responders receive an extra $500 off. Drive away in the original American premium SUV from Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Kids can now join the Baylor Cub Club, the official kids club of Baylor Athletics, presented by Green Eye Associates. Fans 12 and under can register for the low cost of $25 and gain exclusive benefits and access to Baylor Athletic events. Members receive free admission to select events, exclusive giveaway access, and their own membership package. To register your Cub, please visit BaylorBears.com slash Cub Club. Registration closes December 7th, so sign up today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Volleyball ranked number 14 in the nation. Winners of six in a row to run their record to seven and two. Back in action tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center. Opening play in the Baylor Invitational. It is Baylor and Tulsa coming up this evening at 6 p.m. The broadcast on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus. It's straight up six o'clock. Baylor will then play Sam Houston tomorrow at noon and McNeese State tomorrow at 7. Meanwhile, Baylor football home on Saturday, a family weekend game against the Texas State Bobcats. Baylor defensive back Devin Neal says the Bears have a great amount of respect for each and every opponent. Yeah, we watched, we watched a good amount of Texas State film already. When it comes to every opponent, we respect all and fear none. Like every opponent we come with, like every opponent that comes to play us, there's another opponent. You got to give them your respect. You can't just, you can't see the team logo. You can't see the name. Because when you disrespect your opponent is when you have your worst games. And we want to respect our opponents. Uh, we see a team that loves to do RPOs. They got really good receivers. I'll give them that. They got just, they got a solid team. Nothing bad to say about them. But we're taking everything in, looking at their QB play. Looking at running back and just seeing what they give us, reading our keys. Devin Neal and the Bears hosting the Texas State Bobcats on Saturday. Our pregame coverage begins at 7 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas, 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, the first hour also televised on KCEN TV. Then it's an 11 a.m. kickoff for Baylor and Texas State on Saturday morning at McLean Stadium, television Saturday on FS1. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, just after 8 o'clock. And we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. We talk high school football. And there are, like always in Central Texas, there are several big-time games, non-district games uh, in the area, and some district games. But uh, uh, one of those non-district games that we all got an eye on is the uh, China Spring and Conley matchup, and we're joined now by Tyler Beatty, the head coach of the uh, China Spring Cougars. Coach, good morning, and uh, we know you're busy. We appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, we've, I've looked at your schedule. We look at all of y'all's schedules. And every week it seems like you're playing a, a high-caliber opponent in, in, in just great competition week in and week out, getting ready for district play. Talk about scheduling and, 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 and playing these, these terrific teams. You know, this year's scheduling was pretty unique. Uh, as we reached out there and we knew who was in our district, we wanted to find opponents that were going to prepare us for district play. and and playing at a high level as the district schedule kind of arrives. So when we, when we found some teams that were willing and able, and uh, no matter the travel, we wanted to look at the caliber and, and also the types of offenses and defenses that they run. I mean, we want to be able to play at a high level late in the season. So that, that was the biggest reason of, of getting these heavy hitters on the front end. How much does that help you week in and week out build that momentum you're looking to build, especially on the offensive side of the ball? I think it does a couple different things for us. A, it kind of shows us who we are early on and uh, being able to adjust and adapt. Uh, you look at the Melissa game a couple weeks ago, being able to come from behind and, and see how much heart we have, you know, and, and not really determining or, or making uh, judgment based upon the classification or the skill level, but just what we have in us and, and worrying about one game at a time. And, and then as we look at both sides of the football, young players having to step up and learn really quickly and, and overcome and then defensively kind of seeing how we've adjusted and put players in positions to be successful. Every year is a different year. Every year you have a different identity with your football team. Has anything surprised you about your football team in the through the first three games in, in fall camp? And one thing we knew we had to lean on was our senior leadership. We've got 37 seniors. And so our locker room was full with guys that have played a lot of football for China Spring. And so we knew that uh, we'd have to have those guys rally and, and get these younger guys ready to play early on. And, and thankfully last week we were able to get to a lead to where our, our younger guys and some guys that necessarily don't get as much playing time were able to get in the game. And, and it was also really fun to watch our older guys support and, and cheer those guys on as they took the field. How imperative is it that you have this type of schedule and that you stay on schedule because of you only having four district games to, you know, try to position yourself for the playoffs? One one of the things that we've really got to look into and and, uh, take some real consideration is the health of our team. And uh, obviously these front-end games help with confidence and and show us a lot about who we are as a team uh, within these walls, but being able to stay healthy so that we're ready to compete at a really high level uh, once we get to district play. You're going to play a, a very talented Conley team this week. Uh, kind of give us a scouting report on the cadets and what you've seen once you uh, once you got a chance to turn on the video. Uh, 
team. They're, they're, I would say, a much better team than they were last year. They, they've got all the right pieces. Uh, you, you look at it from the backfield of um, uh, Kiefer and, and uh, McDonald to their back end with Black. and they, They're just they're athletic all over the place. They're big up front. And they uh, they put they do some really good things on the offensive side of football that not necessarily cause concern, but make sure that we practice and we are are ready to go on Friday night. Coach, I know when you put on the film, there's always a a handful of things that you feel like that you need to work on. What's the biggest thing right now as you go through these non-district games that you feel that your team needs to get better at in each and every week? So defensively for us is uh, our tackling percentage. You know, we, we do a really good job of rallying to the football, and uh, we need to limit our amount of missed tackles. And so uh, to take away those extra yards that offenses are able to gain out of that. And then on the offensive side of the football is we've got some young guys on that offensive line that are still growing every single week. And so continue to protect the quarterback and, and create running lanes for Kyle Barton to get loose. But as far as uh, things that we already do well, I think uh, our secondary has done an exceptional job, even with taking a corner and moving him to outside linebacker and then, um, the addition of Cameron Campos at the X receiver on our offensive side of the football and being able to stretch teams vertically and horizontally. Great start for the Cougars. Uh, we wish you the best of luck, and uh, and thanks for the time this morning, Coach. Guys, thank you all for having me. I appreciate it. Have a great day. That is uh, Tyler Beatty, the head coach of the China Spring Cougars. And again, uh, Ward, he was talking about a couple of weeks ago where they came from behind to beat Melissa on the road, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a good football team. They yes, beat. it is. They beat a good Lorena football team to, to start. Uh, got a win over Mejia and, and now playing a, a top 10 team in, in, in 4A Division two. Well, and just in wait, Conley. Till, wait till next week as well. I mean, they've got a couple more out in front of them. But next week, they've got Parish Episcopal, who, by the way, destroyed Alito in week one. Yeah. So it's... What, what, and you know, and you got to play in. Like, I, I think it's genius to to line up this schedule that he's got. And you had a point with him. They've they've got a five team district, so there's only four district football games. But when you look at who they are going to play in district, you better you better strap it on tight. This is a for five teams. This is a heck of a district. La Vega, Stephenville, China Spring. Don't forget about Alvarado. They're playing very well yeah. right now. You, you've got the top two teams in Division One, and, and oh, by the way, La Vega's in there as well. Uh, if, if you're not strapped in and ready to go and prepared to play, you know, I, I, I get tickled because coaches will say, well, we play in the toughest, state, uh, toughest district in the state. You know what? I think it can be said about this one. I mean, yeah, even though it's, it's only be, five teams, it's going to be a very difficult. There's not much room for error. That's what makes it even more. No, tough. It, it's a it's a great district, and we've got two or three around here that are like that. That Lorena district, man. You look around and go, holy smokes! You know, there's a we've got two or three districts that if you if you're not a high caliber football team, you're going to get yourself embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's you know, it's it's that good of football. Uh, so, here, and by the way, coming up in a few minutes, we will get to our picks. Here are the games we're going to pick. And this is a – this is this week. This is non-district for most, district for a couple. But this is what we have to choose from. And if you're just a straight football fan, just a high school football fan, you don't have allegiance to anybody, you've got some tough decisions to make this week. You've got Arlington, Martin, and Temple. Terrific football game. 
Uh, we're also going to pick Waco High and Midlothian tonight. University's on the road at Copper's Cove. We're going to pick the China and Conley game over at Mac People Stadium in downtown Northcrest. Uh, we're going to we're going to pick the La Vega and Lorena game in Lorena. How about that one? Uh, we're going to pick Whitney and West. Good rivalry game there. Uh, Mart at Centerville. And again, I think this may be the toughest challenge for the Mart Panthers until they get a couple of rounds deep in the playoffs. And that's no disrespect to anybody, but that's just the way it is right now. Shoemaker and Lake Belton should be a fun one. Uh, now, I don't know that you'd load up and, and head to Odessa to watch Permian and Harker Heights, but that's going to be a heck of a football if you game. Do, you won't regret it. No, it's going to be a heck of a football game. And then, look, Academy's going to step up and go into 4A, and they're going to play Salado. You know, their neighbors, that's that's going to be a heck of a football. We You have some great selections to choose from if you're just a, a high school football fan. And that's week in and week out. We And I know I, I say it all the time, but I do I truly believe from 1A to 6, we have the best Central Texas football Central Texas has the best high school football collectively in, in, in the state. I mean, we you have every week you have a great game and in in most cases games from which to choose from. You know, I get ticket. I like to on Monday I like to talk to the to the to our friends at the TV stations. Hey, what's your game of the week? Most of the time everybody's got a different game. Uh because there's so many good ones to 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 pick from. You know, where are you going? Where you know uh, what's the game of the week for you guys? You know, it's 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 always interesting. Uh, and I don't know, you know, if I was picking, what if you were picking a game of the week, which one would you pick? Oh, man. Uh, I, I think that Harker Heights-Permian game is going to be a knockdown drag out. Did you see how long it took you? Yeah. I mean, you went. You and, and I'm going to be at one that I think is going to be a highlighter Ooh, too. I do too. I do too. Uh, I think a, that Temple yeah. Martin game has the potential of being a very good football game. Wh- which one would you pick, Ryan? La Vega, La Vega, Lorena for me. I think that'll be a really good game. And I cannot wait. I, I, I you know, if I would pick Chan and Conley. I mean, we all got a different one. Uh, I think if you know if 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 I didn't have a a commitment already on friday night i think that'd be the place to be uh, at, at mac people stadium I, I think that's gonna be a fun football game fun football game uh so we'll see i mean it's i mean we are we're, we are uh we're blessed to have some great great high school football games weekend and week out all right uh, eight four and we'll pick those games those are the games that we're going to pick on our pickums and uh, we'll do that coming up in our next segment. But uh, right now, we want to tell you that uh, this is Game Time, presented by Alan Samuels, and we are in the Alan Samuels studio. And we're brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts. And look, it's September. It's football season. But man, oh man, don't forget, just around the corner is Christmas. It is. And I know sometimes you think it's way too early to be, and except for Ward. Ward's probably got the tree up right now singing Jingle Bells. But it's way too early to be thinking about Christmas shopping, or is it? I mean, how about going and going going ahead and picking out that great gift and, and using the Morrison's Gifts layaway program? You you will you'll be able to to take care of all that stuff, and then when it gets to Christmas time, you've already got it all taken care of, and then they've they've done the free gift wrapping for you. You don't have to worry about anything, but you know, drinking the eggnog and bouncing around all the the fun Christmas parties and 
Wearing that ugly sweater? Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't mean for that to be an ugly sweater. It just turned out that way. Uh, Anyway, uh, Morrison's Gifts has a a terrific layaway program, and you can spread those payments out and be that hero at Christmas time. John Hart and Consuela bags, totes, purses, jelly cat plush animals, and over 70 other lines of gifts and gourmet items all available at Morrison's Gifts. They're uh, a Baylor alumni-owned business, and they're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. That is right next to Jason's Deli. The Midway Coaches Show with Shane Anderson is brought to you by Automatic Chef Canteen, Benchmark Mortgage, Frontier Waste Solutions, and TFNB, your bank for life. Coach, another tough loss for your club. You're playing a really difficult non-district schedule. Talk a little bit about your scheduling as it prepares you for district play. Well, you know, that's the name of the game is we want to make sure we're ready for next week against Hutto. And, uh, you know, we're, we're you know, we're 0-3 against three really good football teams. The You know, the overall record of those three teams that we've lost to is 8-1, and one, with the only loss being Vandergriff to Dripping Spring, who has a Power 5 quarterback. And so, you know, we feel like we're getting better as a football team. You know, you want to win them all, but at the same time, got to keep everything in perspective. And it is about prep prepping for for district competition yeah absolutely you know that's the thing is you know other than you know just being on the opposite end of the scoreboard you know you just want to keep your kids focused and keep your kids together and help them understand that we're playing really good competition and that it's only going to help us down the road when it's time to to you know compete for district championship you're going to play another quality opponent in Rockwall Heath tell us a little bit about Rockwall well, you know, they've had a really good run the last couple of years with, with Coach Mike Spradlin, you know, who was at Temple for a long time and, you know, has ties to Art Browse and his system. And, you know, Chad President is the, was the, you know, quarterback at Temple's the offensive coordinator up there. And John Harrell's the new head coach that took over for Coach Spradlin, and they really hadn't missed a beat. You know, they're young up front, playing with some inexperienced guys on the O-line. But defensively, uh, you know, they're doing a really nice job. And uh, getting after people, they've uh, got one loss on the season to a really, really good Denton Geyer team. Other than that, they they you know wallop Euless uh, Trinity and you know had a shootout with uh, Mansfield Lakeridge, who we're familiar with. Shane, is there anything in particular you you try to get done in this final non-district game? Yeah, you know we just want to see uh, you know how hard our kids are willing to play, no matter what the scoreboard says. You know we want our kids to play hard for four quarters. We want them to fight. We want them to get tough. And, you know, we just want them to, you know, not back down from anybody. And then I think that'll that'll pay dividends later. And then obviously, you know, you want to see us get better at our scheme. And, and you know, the one thing we have to eliminate is turnovers. We've had nine turnovers the last two games, five against Fermian and four against Vandergriff. And it doesn't matter who you play or where you play at, at any level, if you turn it over that many times, you're not going to win. ESPN Central Texas. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. 
TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 25 Five four eight five five six six eight three, or on our website frontierwaste.com. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Heart of Texas Shooting Center, Waco's premier indoor firing range is open. The state-of-the-art indoor firing range is climate-controlled and open to the public seven days a week. Bring your own firearm or rent one on site. Experienced and knowledgeable instructors are on site to help you get the most out of your shooting experience. For more information, call 254-492-8300 or log on to hotshootingcenter.com. Located at 5040 South Loop 340 in Waco. Your one stop for all farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all of your animals, they're an official Purina dealer. Bar None Country Store also stocks lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, ag hardware, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go by and say hello to Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store. 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville and at barnonecountrystore.com. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. All right, 822. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to hold my breath. Again. I'm just going to hold my breath. Again. Yeah, I'm just going to hold my breath. Mini 822, uh, and uh, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Stephanie from Sales is here to... <laughs> attempt to talk sports come on now nah, I, I talk sports what do you got well this sport is coming from afghanistan <laughs> it's called buzkashi what buzkashi so what it is you have two teams and they're on horses or you can ride a yak. I don't even know what a yak is. Oh, is that, you don't? What's a yak? Is that like a llama or something? No, it's like a cow. A it's cow? When, it's when something gets stuck in your throat. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> Anyways, they ride on these horses, and they have to drag a goat by the tail. Not the tail. They don't have tails. By the leg. And let, let me stop you right here. <laughs> this You're dragging hang on. a horse. No, no, you're on the horse and you have a goat because, you know, they eat goat over there. 
So before well, they eat goat here they too. Eat goat here. Well, I've never eaten goat. You haven't. Hang on. I've... Let me let me say this real quick. <laughs> it is outstanding. The, the conversation and the thoughts of Stephanie do not reflect those in this room <laughs> or this this radio company dragging just... animals around. No, the animal is already passed because they're going to eat it later. So, oh, so they play so, a game. So the ball is a dead. So goat. they play with yes. their food. It, yes, and <laughs> they they try to. Get the goat into a net or goal, but the goat has to weigh at least 100 pounds, and you have to drag it by the leg. Now, you can use the whip on your horses or yak, and you can hit the other opponent, but you cannot hit the goat. I'm watching it on a video right now. It looks it's a like thing. it's a sellout crowd. I guess I don't know if it's for yeah. the food or they you know, call it goat dragging too. Yeah, it's goat dragging. So here's the thing: over they're there. watering the they're watering the field right now. It's 90 minutes. Yeah, 45 minutes each, and with a 15 minute half. Here's the thing, though: they even play this at weddings. The father of bride will have two teams, and they it results in a lot of bloody bones and broken bones. They say, but whoever wins gets a TV. A what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a big screen, so that changes everything. So, yeah, they do it at weddings. It is like plasma screen. uh They do this, and it is the sport of Afghanistan. They even do it in Central Asia. Tells you everything you need to know. It's kind of what I was thinking, but wasn't going to say it. (laughs) Uh, Nothing. But, yeah, it's kind of like interesting. I thought, I was like, okay, that's weird, but. Yeah. There's the TV. Weird. <laughs> the guy, There's the TV. There goes See, the guy you get a TV <laughs> there if you is. win. The he's guy wins it. the TV. He's out of there. He's headed back to his house. He's going to watch. <laughs> Taking that TV. Yeah. But yeah, it's a thing. I think it's kind of. And they play I, it. I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It is dumb. But, you know, and then they eat the goat. <laughs> and watch the TV if you want to go watch What's TV. What's left of the goat when they get through dragging it around? Yeah, I'm sure that, question. but here that is a great question. But I would think after you're dragging it, the hair is going to come off, so you don't have to skin it, and you're just ready to cook it. It's tender. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never. I'm eaten not a goat. sure I want to eat a goat that's been drug around you're in the, cook in the it. dirt. Tastes like chicken. Cook it. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> I've never had goat. <sighs> it it is good. It really is good. Oh, mercy. very good. All right, Steph, All thanks. Right. We appreciate it. All right, y'all have a good day. You too. See you. There goes Steph. But sell something. There goes Steph from sales. Holy thing. moly. Yeah. 100 miles or more from here, but mm-hmm. yeah, over in Afghanistan. Uh, all right, it's uh, time for take, take it, Ryan, and run, and let's see if we can get back on track. Yeah, mo- moving on from that. We are moving on to our week four pickums. And again, as Tom mentioned earlier, I think gr- it's a shame that we have to do pickums next to this. Yeah. Next to that dead goat? Mm-hmm. Good gracious. Poor goat. Great slate of games this week. And we'll start Arlington Martin at the Temple Wildcats. Tom, who do you have in this one? <sighs> well, I hope it doesn't happen this way, but I'm going with Martin. I am as well. Ford? Wildcats. How about that? Waco High at Midlothian. I will take the Panthers in this one. Ward? Midlothian. Look, this is a team that really thinks that they can win the district championship. And they're going against a team that is still in that rebuilding phase. I think Lyndon Helton and his staff are doing I, – I, I think they've made great progress. But on the road, short week, I, this, is a, this is a monumental ask. I, I, you know, I'm going to go with Middle Othian. And a 5A versus 6A matchup, the University Trojans on the road at Coppers Cove. Tom? I, just because what you said, 6A, 5A on the road, I'll take Cove. Cove. 
I feel good about where the Trojans are heading. I will take them on the road. China Spring at Connolly. Ward? China. China for me as well. Tom? No, I started to change. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go China as well. I mean that, that's a that's a gut wrenching one to pick. Because I, I, look, it would not surprise me at all. I, I think that's a toss up. I really do. I think they're yeah. both really outstanding football teams, and, and it's smart for them to play each other. Four A versus three A in this one. One and two La Vega, surprisingly one and two on the road at two and one Lorena Ward. Give me the Leopards. Really? I'm, yes. take, I'm taking the Pirates. I'm going to go La Vega just because I think, you know, that 4A, 3A thing is, you know, it, it means something. And then our next game, Whitney at West in a District 7-3A Division one matchup. Um, I hate to say it, but I am taking West at home in this one. I'm taking West. Trojans. Mart at Centerville, wow. ranked 2A Division two against a ranked 2A Division one. I will take the Panthers, Tom. Uh, you know what? I think, again, I've said this all week. I think this is going to be a huge test for Mart. Maybe, and it may be their biggest test all season long, certainly in non district and in, in, in maybe in the early, even in the district play. I'm going with Mart, but, but I think it's going to be a heck of a football game. Mart rolls. Oh, they roll? That, they roll. Yeah. Colleen Shoemaker at Lake Belton in another district matchup. Ward? Ooh. This I went back and one. forth on this one. I'm I'm gonna go with um, Lake Belton. Tom, taking Shoemaker. I'm taking Lake Belton. Look, big highs come big lows. Uh, yeah. Lake Belton last week that was a huge win for them. Mm-hmm. Huge win. I agree. So I'll I, take- I think this one could be a coin flip. I really do. Yeah, I agree as well. But I will but take it's at, Lake Belton at Belton. So mm-hmm. Harker Heights. At Ratliff Stadium to take on Odessa Permian. I take I will take Permian in this one, Ward. I'm gonna take Mojo because they're at home. It's a long bus ride. That's exactly right. That's I mean, I'm taking Odessa Permian because it is what, six hours on that bus? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a tough deal. That's a tough ask for those yeah, kids. It is. I, it, and it, I don't it, care if you're on a charter or think, a yellow dog. I, I think if if it was flipped and they were coming here, I'm I probably would take Heights. It's going to be a great football game either way. Yes, I agree. And then our 10th and final game of the week for Pickums, Little River Academy coming off their first one of the year against 2-1 Salado, 3A versus 4A here. Who do you got, Tom? You know what? I'm I'm going to go with Chris Lancaster's bees from Academy. Ward? Salado. I'm taking Salado as well, and that is the week four pickums. There you go. Uh, a couple of quick notes from the CNC Collision Center text line. Corey says Waco area has the best 4A football uh, in in uh, for in in the state of Texas, every year someone makes a run. Just need the big schools to join in. Uh, and uh, let's see, we have one more from our CNC. <laughs> this is funny. Grumpy old fan says, but it's but it's Stephanie getting Tom's goat. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Uh, CNC Collision Center text line is two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Stay with us. Bryce Cherry from the trip joins us next. It's Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni this Saturday morning prior to the Baylor-Texas State game. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Lark Smith, Matt Mosley, and me for Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni at 7 a.m. We'll have a look at the game, scores, highlights, and a whole lot more. 
Don't miss Game Day Live this Saturday morning at 7, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni on ESPN Central Texas. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwood-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. First word in sports, game time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kia Sera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Christian Javier tossed six shutout innings as the Astros beat the Tigers 2-1. The Ranger bullpen gave up two in the ninth in an 8-7 loss to Oakland. The Rangers, though, win the season series 11-8 and take tonight off. The SEC has directed Georgia and Tennessee to reschedule future games with Oklahoma. The Sooners were slated to play Georgia on September the 9th of next year, but it's now scheduled SMU for that date. Georgia will play Ball State. 
Tennessee was to play Oklahoma in 2024, but neither school has found a replacement. The directive was caused by the Sooners' move to the SEC in 2025. Week four of the high school football season gets underway tonight with Waco High going to Midlothian. You can hear the game beginning with the pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. 835, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we get our high school football started tonight with Waco taking on Midlothian. Our coverage begins at 630. Uh, we welcome into the program Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib. And Bryce, we were talking about it in our last segment, and I know you were listening, but I, just to refresh your your, your memory, uh, Every week it seems like we've got four or five just outstanding high school football games and you know for for fans that don't have that don't have an allegiance to a team they've got a tough decision and I suspect for you guys it's a tough decision on which games you staff and and all that kind of stuff. I mean again this week is unbelievable with quality games. Yeah, that's why I'm thankful that I have a a team of uh of writers <laughs> uh that I can kind of split up and um i usually uh give dj ramirez who's our uh, kind of lead high school writer uh, her choice of games and um she's seen china spring a couple times this week so she opted to go out to west uh to go to west and whitney that's um you know district opener game there um so yeah she kind of almost uh bypassed the game of the week in terms of um china spring and Connolly. i feel like that's that's probably the big game of the week and that's where chad conine will be but um but yeah there are plenty of options i mean you can go to out to la vega and la Rina, uh those couple games i just mentioned uh you know i still think there's some other really interesting games in, in the area this week and 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 you mentioned it i mean each week there's always several that are just like yeah yeah, that's where I'm going. You know, I mean, uh, or or where you w- kind of would want to go. I mean, so it's fun. We love it. Uh, and that China Spring Conley game, I think I saw where Greg Tepper of Texas Football tweeted out this week. There's 31 uh, matchups in the in the state, and probably an 11 man football is what he's uh, limiting that to. Uh, featuring undefeated teams, and that's one of them, uh, China Spring and Conley. There's actually two others um, <clears throat> featuring Central Texas teams uh, in the matchup, and that's um, Blooming Grove and Wortham. Wortham, of course, went you know to the regional final last year, uh, lost to March, but um, playing well again. And then um, Bartlett and Itasca, which I don't think anyone had that on their uh, preseason, no, uh, you know, they'll be undefeated sheet, you know, but, uh, but Ricky Torres is doing a great job for mm-hmm. the Wampus cats. Uh, you know, he's uh, came over there from Marlin and uh, he's got them going in the right direction. What is the looking like is going to be the best district in central Texas for you to keep an eye on? Man. Oh, it, there's so many. Um, gosh. I, I mean, I think ultimately we'll stick with our preseason pick on that, which is probably that uh, Lorena Franklin district. Um, 
you know, 3A district. I think that's going to be really tough, really fun. Um, again, you're talking about two defending state champions who both look pretty salty again. Um, Franklin's ranked first in the state in 3A Division One. Arena's ranked third in the state in 3A Division One. That's a pretty good one to start with. Um, for for just pure, you know, localness, let's say, um, I, I, I'm going to love that, you know, Crawford, Marlin, Bosqueville district, because every team in it is the Central Texas team. Uh, you know, you have a few, uh, obviously, traditional rivals like, like Crawford and Bosqueville, but then you have some teams like Marlin who haven't necessarily been with those teams before. Um, so I don't know. That one to me is a lot of fun. Uh, let's switch gears and talk a little college football and to, to give you the credit, you asked the question on Monday about uh, running the football and, and, and why there were so many runs in the game against BYU. Were you surprised by the answer? Slightly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was especially when it came to the offensive line. Yes, that was the part I was especially surprised by, and the word that he used, Mm -hmm. uh, which he used the word tibbin tibbinness. uh, I would say timidity, but anyway, he was basically saying we were timid, and uh, and that's you know alarming, eyebrow raising. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, especially when you have a veteran offensive line with the defending. Uh, Big 12 Offensive Lineman of the Year, Connor Galvin back, and and several other guys around him that know what they're doing. Um, now, I wrote a story today uh, that that really kind of got into step by step a lot of what he talked about in terms of uh, this is why we ran it so much, and and it wasn't just one thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, it was a combination of factors. I think BYU's coverage on the back end was was pretty good. I think um, they decided that, you know, our experience is on the O line and our running back core. So let's run the ball a lot and let's, you know, uh, limit limit shaping a little bit. Um, you know, and then they actually felt like, you know, they were um, having some effective runs. And and I got into that in the story as well. Um, obviously, they ran 52 times, and, you know, it was like 2.9 yards of carry, which anybody's going to look at and go, Ugh, you know, that's not very good. Uh, but they had four sacks. They had two team losses in there. So now you do a little math. And it's more like 46 times for, you know, like 3.9 yards of carry, which is a little more respectable. And, and honestly, there were some runs where they were, where you were like, okay, they've got a little something going, you know, they were moving the ball. Uh, you know, Quaylen Jones had a couple touchdown runs. So, um, you know, it, I, I think this week it'll be a lot different. I think they'll, uh, you know, take more shots. I think they'll use their speed over Texas State. But uh, I do think it's also, you know, part of who this team is, um, is kind of this 
sort of grind it out kind of team. This is not your Art Bryles Baylor Bears guys. I mean, uh, you know, they're not a, a spread you out, fling it all around, scoring 90 seconds, you know, that kind of team. If you think back to the last three games against, you know, top 25 opponents that you're talking about BYU, you're talking about uh, Old Miss and the Sugar Bowl, and you're talking about Oklahoma State. All of those games were low-scoring, grinded-out kind of games. I mean, you know, and so I think that's kind of who this team is and, and who they're who they kind of want to be. When you look at this game coming up this weekend, what, what do you want to see from the Bears to to take that next step? Uh, I mean, I don't know how much you can take out of a game against Texas State. They're, they're favored by 30 points. I think, you know, that's, that's a fair line. I think, you know, uh, we were talking about it this week. I would probably pick it 42 to 10 or 42 to 14 or something like that. Uh, so that line is right about where it needs to be. But, um, you know, I, I guess to answer your question, maybe um, I'd like to see more confidence, I mean, which they should have uh, against a team like Texas State. But, uh, but you know, a little more confidence in the throw game, you know, the passing game. Um and and take some shots and and start to you know get some rhythm in that area. Um, one of the reasons they went with Blake Shapen over Gary Bohannon at quarterback was his passing ability. And so you know let him ride. You know let's see it. <laughs> um, and and I feel like they didn't really do that that much against BYU. The longest pass of the day traveled 19 yards. You know. Uh, I think, you know, everyone would like to see maybe a little more downfield stuff. Bryce, uh, you mentioned your article. What else do you guys got coming up? I would imagine John's got a preview coming up this weekend on the on the, on the game with Texas State. Yeah, no doubt. He's also got a feature coming on uh, Devin Neal, uh, you know, safety for, for the Bears. He's uh, playing well, off to a good start. Um We've got a story coming on uh, from DJ on uh, Mart's offensive line, who Kevin Hoffman's super high on, and uh, they're they're doing amazing things there. I mean, just off to another typical Mart start, you know. Uh, but but really, he's high on them, like in terms of calling them, you know, some of the best linemen he's ever had. Um, which I mean, that's pretty high praise. Mm-hmm three straight state championships. And then of course we'll have all the game coverage tomorrow night and um, all that good stuff. So yeah, plenty of football, but, uh, but we'll have some other sports mixed in there as well. Bryce as always. It is a pleasure. Thanks for your time this morning. We'll see you Saturday. All right. Thanks guys. Eight, seven o'clock, by the way, if you want to join us. Yeesh. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe it's John Werner's turn. It is John's here. turn. He's on at 8.30 Saturday. Thanks. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> That's yeah. Bryce Cherry, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald. 8.46. We're 14 away from 9. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. The Clifton Coaches Show with Brent Finney is brought to you by CNO Fencing, Clifton Feed, Citizen State Bank of Clifton, Leon's Floor Covering, and Royal House Pizza. 
coach came up short against Bosqueville, but we've talked about it before. That's what these non-district games are for. Learn about your team, get better each and every week. Have you been able to accomplish some of those goals? Yeah, we have. Our, our defense is really coming around, uh, and they played they played a really good game against Bosqueville. Uh, kept us in the game the whole time, gave us a chance to come back and finally get some things going offensively late in the game. But it was mm-hmm. just, you know, recovered an onside kick, but couldn't quite punch it in after that. But uh, kept it interesting at least. McGregor this week, homecoming, a lot of outside distractions. How do you keep your team focused and get ready to play the Bulldogs? Well. <laughs> First of all, McGregor's a really good football team. Uh, their record is not indicative of how how good they play and how you know how well coached they are. They they're really big up front and they got some really good dynamic skill kids. So we'll, <laughs> we got our hands full. So uh, we've got to focus on McGregor, McGregor only. Coach, do you want to set the tone defensively? Well, yes, we'd love to. We we've we've been able to play pretty physical, solid defense, and we uh, you know we hope to continue to do that as well and try to keep their uh, big plays under wrap. How important is it for your offense to stay on schedule, stay ahead of the chains, and, and keep that playbook as open as you can? Well, it's big for us. We we need to stay ahead of the chains so that we don't get in those second and third and longs where we, we really would rather operate, you know, in the second and mediums and third and short so we can continue to run the ball and do our play action and not be stuck having to try to get big chunk plays. And and special teams Friday night, can can they change the ball game for you? They can. They can. You know, we've, we've been pretty – pretty solid on special teams throughout the year and you know uh anytime you get a block punt or you know a return for a big gain or a score that's a huge momentum shift so uh we hope to continue doing well in that phase of the game espn central texas CNO Fencing Company, located in Clifton, can take care of all of your farm and ranch fencing needs. This family-owned and operated business is committed to quality workmanship and friendly service. They can do it all. Pipe fencing, high fence, work pens, net wire, barbed wire, and more. Serving Bosque County and the surrounding counties. Call today for a free estimate, 254-722-3353. That's 254-722-3353. Or check them out at cofencingtx.com. Leon's Floor Covering has been a Clifton staple for over 70 years. They know how to get the job done right, from taking it down to the studs to building it back up. Leon's can handle any room you need remodeled. Stop by the store to check out their selection of time-tested materials and fixtures, including Kelly Moore Paints. Leon's Floor Covering is at the corner of Avenue D and FM 219 in downtown Clifton. Call today, 254-675-8686, or find them online for a free estimate. Leon's getting the job done right the first time. It's a family tradition. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Royal Pizza in Clifton is sure to whet your appetite. Serving the best pizza around. Check out their world-class bacon cheeseburger pizza or their pepperoni extreme. Twice the cheese, twice the pepperoni. Royal Pizza also serves pasta, specialty calzones, salads, and don't forget the wings. Open Monday through Thursday to 9, Friday and Saturday till 10, Sundays till 7. And on Friday night home football games are open until midnight. Dine in, call in for pickup, or they will deliver. Royal Pizza located at 602 South Avenue G in Clifton. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Christian Javier tossed six shutout innings as the Astros beat the Tigers 2-1. The Ranger bullpen gave up two in the ninth in an 8-7 loss to Oakland. The Rangers, though, win the season series 11-8 and take tonight off. The SEC has directed Georgia and Tennessee to reschedule future games with Oklahoma. The Sooners were slated to play Georgia on September the 9th of next year, but it's now scheduled SMU for that date. Georgia will play Ball State. Tennessee was to play Oklahoma in 2024, but neither school has found a replacement. The directive was caused by the Sooners' move to the SEC in 2025. Week four of the high school football season gets underway tonight with Waco High going to Midlothian. You can hear the game beginning with the pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, day 53, seven away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris coming up at uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon, and Matt's coming your way at 4. We were talking with uh, Bryce Cherry earlier, and uh, one of the things that you know we were talking about, you asked about what is he looking for uh, this week against Texas State. And he, he he mentioned that they were a huge favorite in that game. I'll tell you this. Teams can't look ahead. Coaches can't look ahead. But by golly, we can. I'm looking forward to Iowa State, Ward. I want to see how this team responds on another road game after, their, after they went on the road and played at BYU. Did they learn from it? Uh, are they more comfortable now in a road environment that when it's loud and, and, and that type of stuff? We'll see. Uh, so that, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly looking forward to when they get out on the road again against the Cyclones. Now, I'll say this. He mentioned uh, that John Warner is going to do an article on Devin Neal. Devin is playing well. And uh, he, he talked about not looking ahead against uh, opponents. Yeah, we watched we watched a good amount of Texas State film already. When it comes to every opponent, we respect all and fear none. Like every opponent we come with, like every opponent that comes to play us, 
is another opponent. You got to give them your respect. You can't just you can't see the team logo. You can't see the name because when you disrespect your opponent is when you have your worst games. You agree with that? Oh yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean he's right. I mean they their week needs to be all about the Bobcats again. Look, if they go play well and the Bobcats play well, the Bears are going to win. I mean, that's just that's just the simple facts. Yeah, you have to play well. You yeah. cannot go out there and take them lightly and, yeah. and let them hang around because that's when strange things happen well, when you, you let a said it all the time. team Don't hang let around. one become two. Yeah. And that's that's if you if you're still dwelling on BYU or looking ahead to Iowa State, that's when you get that's when you it's get It's imperative bit. they get off to a fast start on yeah. Saturday. It yeah. really is. Go bury that team and be done with it. Mm-hmm. So, all right, uh, hey, that's going to do it for us. We uh we'll be back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. and again, we got high school football for you tonight starting at 6:30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. For Ward and Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. Greenies next.